everyone, and welcome to another episode of We, we Think We're Interesting. Happy New Year. We're back. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. We've been super busy. We hope everyone had a good holiday yeah. and they spent time with some family and friends, even mm. with COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Sienna had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Over Christmas. Over Christmas. So it definitely wasn't the year we expected. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fine. But. Um, yeah, we're all good now. We're all healthy. Mm-hmm. So just trying to live life. I know. And hopefully 2021 will be... A better year. There Did you hear a that? Child. What the heck? I don't know if you guys could hear that in the background. That was but... super weird. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> it sounds like it's right. It. I'm calling the child it. it. I'm like it, it sounds like it's right outside, outside my door. <laughs> um. Anyways, cheers to another episode and cheers to starting 2021. Woo. <laughs> Hopefully you guys have started your New Year's resolutions. I, I don't really I didn't do, have any. Do you do New Year's never. resolutions? I kind of like, there's some things I'm like, I wish I would do better at this. And I like try to do it and then it just doesn't really stick. But I I'll, I'll do it like kind of throughout the year. Uh-huh. We'll have like many things. But many resolutions. I never really started in January. I know. Me neither. Yeah. Is that bad? I no. feel like people have them, but... Um, cause I feel like everyone doesn't really stick with them. It's kind of just no, starts off not. in January and then it's like, I think I mostly make like long-term goals for myself. Yeah. Not like, I don't know. I had a, I mean, I had a goal that I set for myself that I wanted to get a job by yeah. January and I did. So there you go. That's hey, good. Starting secret. it off, starting it off <laughs> the secret and, um, yeah, but I never really have, like, I need to do, I don't know, like, for exercising or something like that. Yeah. I don't really, because my my schedule changes, and I have plans, and I, yeah. I don't know. That might sound like an excuse, but. No, I don't think so. I think <laughs> it's, like, kind of crazy the people who every year try to make it, they want to work out more. And I always feel like the gym's usually packed. So packed in right January, now. In uh-huh. January, so. I don't know. I just feel like if you can try to find something that's consistent with, like, your schedule in uh-huh. life, like, just try to do that. I don't think resolutions in January really do much for anyone. I agree. Not to be downers, but no, we're just no. being realistic here. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, if you want to, that's great. Like, if you totally. want to try to stop doing something or doing something else, that's fine. Uh-huh. But for me, it just has never... It's never worked for me. No. And there hasn't been anything, like, drastic that I've, like, needed to change, I don't think, either. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a good point. Oh, well. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, moving on. Onwards. Um, today, we are going to talk about one of our favorite things, I guess, that we did, like, growing up together. Yeah. Um, really it's bonded kind of, us. Yeah, it really bonded us. Um. As everyone knows, we love movies, and we love to geek out about movies and everything about them. We can watch movies, like, all day and not, not get bored. annoyed. No. Yeah. Or talk about them, obviously, yeah. like we do. So, what we're talking about today is Alfred Hitchcock, and for everyone that doesn't know who Alfred Hitchcock is, he is one of the most famous directors of the all thriller time. thriller and suspense... Thriller and suspense, um, 
he directed movies primarily in what it was like the 40s to the yeah 40s 50s yeah 40s 50s 60s i would say definitely um but yeah he's just like a phenomenal director although he is a bit like cuckoo in the head for some of the stuff that like he has people in do. Hollywood is. Uh, everyone That's who's true. this talented, though, like I've always said this, people like artists or actors or people Musicians. within the arts, yeah. I feel like that are so talented are usually kind of Messed out up. there, yeah. like out of the box, thinking what you have to be in order to think of some things like Alfred Hitchcock did. Um, he specialized in thriller suspense horror crime horror for that time i feel like yeah i don't think some of his movies would be considered horror today they'd be like suspense thriller yes yeah but at for the time Mm -hmm. like it was definitely Mm -hmm. it was definitely considered horror Definitely. Some things were considered rated R, even though by today's standards, they probably wouldn't have Would be been. like, what, PG-13? PG PG-13, probably. So, yeah, we're just going to talk about... Some of our favorite movies mm-hmm. that he's done. Um, he's, he's directed so many that I haven't even seen all of them. I know. We've kind of just seen maybe, like, the main ones, or what some people would consider the main ones. Um, so, we'll dive into it. Our favorite one is... Rear Window. Rear Window. I Such love this movie. A good movie. This is probably, like, top five all-time favorite movies It is. Me. So, it's hard for me to... S- give myself like a number one movie mm-hmm. but it would be tied for number one with like a few other films yeah but definitely rear window is just so amazing mm-hmm. so it um let me get my well it was correct here let's see it was um it came out in 1954 mm-hmm. as a thriller mystery and this has James or Jimmy Stewart <laughs> in it and Grace Kelly, which oh, oh Grace Kelly, she's timeless. She really and is. Beautiful yeah, and just she's so regal. Yeah, like that is the perfect way to describe her. Mm-hmm. Like she was made to be in the movies. Yes, pretty much. Yes. Um. So pretty much, the synopsis of it is. Uh, James Stewart plays. It's weird me calling him James because I've always called him Jimmy, Jimmy but I, I know. know it's the same. I'm calling him Jimmy. Jimmy Stewart <laughs> plays this famous photographer named L.B. Jeffries, and he basically bra- he has a broken leg, and he's sitting in his apartment. In New York. In New York City, just looking out uh, into his neighborhood, pretty much, of yeah. like apartments because he lives in this like little apartment but like in New York they're all apartment buildings I guess so yeah. you can kind of see out into like it's everyone's windows like, it's kind of like his backyard is just other people's apartments mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and so he's very like uh he shoots for a like a 
like, kind of like a National Ge- Geographic yeah. magazine. So like he a very does a lot well of dangerous. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does like a lot of dangerous. He photography. does like safaris and stuff like that to yeah. shoot pictures. And his fiance did not Stella. What's her name? Lisa. Yeah. Lisa, who is Grace Kelly? She is like a model and a dress designer. She's mm-hmm. very elegant and nothing like him, pretty much. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so. I don't know, you you explain more because well, I'm talking too much. Okay, so let's think about it though. This film was came out in nineteen fifty-four. So mm-hmm. there's not you're not doing a ton of stuff at home. It's not like today where you have like all these different you have your phone, you have a computer, you have all these different things to kind of keep you entertained. Uh-huh. He like maybe had a TV, but even the TVs back then they didn't have a ton of channels. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't have a lot showing. Mm-hmm. So people can get bored pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And um I mean, I guess if you had books and stuff, but even after Still. a while, that's, like, not a lot to do when mm-hmm. you have a broken leg and you're stuck in your apartment. It's so, so boring. What he does is because he has, like, these cameras with super long lenses so he can see very far, he becomes a little bit of a creeper and um, just starts to do a little neighborhood watch kind of thing and just sees what everyone's routines are that live in his neighborhood across the street. And all that stuff, and he starts noticing that some things are happening that are a little strange mm-hmm. um, across the way. There's a man and supposedly his wife, um, and they like get in an argument, and it looks like he attacks her. And but he's like, I don't know what to do because I can't help. I'm stuck. Yeah. So he's like stuck in his apartment and basically like the the whole movie was shot in his apartment yeah. and looking out through his window. Which is probably why I like it so much. Mm-hmm. There's no change. It's such a unique film. Mm-hmm. It's just all in one spot. Yes. Which is kind of crazy. You don't get that viewpoint from the other apartment. You are it is like your eyes are Jimmy Stewart's. Exactly. And yeah. you're stuck there. So you're like trapped even though you're seeing which creates that whole thriller aspect Mm -hmm. because you're seeing something happen like something horrible happen and you can't do anything about it but you're also not sure of what you're seeing because you're like well i think this guy just killed his wife but but i'm not sure i'm not sure it's very deceiving yeah um yeah, so he's basically looking, yeah, he's looking out into all of his neighbor, like, what all of his neighbors are doing, mm-hmm. like, what, there's a guy, like, a single guy, he's playing the piano, and he has, like, all these beautiful women over every night, yep. there's this ballerina who's waiting for her, like, war husband to come home, mm-hmm. and this couple that, their dog ends up getting killed, and he sees, like, the dog, I don't know, he he doesn't see it get killed, but it's, it's all, like, intertwined, pretty much, yeah. and leads back to this guy that's, that well, they think murdered his wife. Yes. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah, it's just, like, a really cool, unique movie. And um, they actually kind of redid this movie, not really, with uh, Disturbia. Have you ever seen I that? I love Disturbia. So that's, like, what Disturbia is based off yes, of. Yes, but Rear Window, window I think, is better. Oh, totally. But Disturbia totally. is very good. So well. that has Shia LaBeouf in it, and he's he witnesses somebody killing the killing somebody well i actually just watched this like a few months ago but yeah it's kind of the same thing except he what happened was he saw like something on tv about kind of like a killer in Mm -hmm. like the area or the surrounding states and like 
their, what their lead was of like, okay, here's what his cars look like, and this is who he's killed or whatever. And then some new guy just moved into the neighborhood. He has the same car as the killer. So then he starts kind of to like put it all being together. suspicious. Yeah, and he gets his friends. And he's stuck on house arrest, so he can't leave his house. Mm-hmm. So he kind of gets his friends to do more of the dirty work for him. Yep. And that's kind of oh what, yes. And that's yes, kind of what Jimmy Stewart has to do in this movie because he has a broken leg. He has to use other people to, to try to find out to what try happened. to figure out if his thoughts are correct exactly. on what happened. So, anyways. This is, like, such a good movie. 10 out of 10 would recommend. 10 out of 10. Even if you don't like old movies, I think this would really change your mind. It is, yeah, it is in black and white. Some people have an issue with that, but... I no, it's not in black and white. It's rear window's not? not. Mm-mm. Oh. Rear, rear window, is it? I must be thinking of a different one. Rope is. Rope, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that one in a second. Um. Okay, so the next one we're going to talk about is Vertigo. This one also has Jimmy Stewart in it. It was released... <laughs> In 1958, and it's about an ex-police officer who suffers from an intense fear of heights, um, and which is, he has vertigo, yeah. pretty much, and he's basically hired to prevent his old friend's wife from committing suicide, um, because this guy thinks his wife has been acting super weird, and so he is kind of like playing the private detective and following her, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and it takes place, I think, um, in San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. So, like, the scenery in this movie is just awesome mm-hmm. because it's old. Because it old came San Francisco. out in, what, 1958. So it's, like, older San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It's just really pretty. They go by the water in a few scenes. Mm-hmm. So I, I really liked all the scenery in this movie a lot. It's so good. And it's this movie actually freaked me out. Like it's definitely trippy. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> yeah, so this movie <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this movie, like I said before, it kind of scared me because it has like a little bit of like a supernatural thing going on. It's very psychological this mm-hmm. film. Um, basically, like, the woman that he's watching that might commit suicide is doing all this weird stuff, and she's going to all these weird places, and basically, the husband and the detective come to the consensus that she could be... Possessed? I think it's, yeah, like, her great-great-great-grandmother died, and, like, Mm-hmm. Took over her body or something. Something so, along Because she's lines. doing, like, weird shit. Yes. And she's visiting places that normal people wouldn't be visiting on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And she's doing it every day. Yes. So, anyways, like, she's going to this art gallery and staring at this photo of this really old painting of this woman that looks exactly like her. And then mm-hmm. she's going to this flower shop and buying She starts dressing like that woman. She starts doing her hair like her. Yeah, it's... Super weird. Yeah, buying the same flowers that were in the painting. Just, like, really weird stuff. If you want to be kind of creeped out, I would recommend watching it. And um, it's a good movie that you really don't know what's happening up until the end, Mm -hmm. I would say. Like, even at the end, I was kind of like, what just happened? Like, you need to watch it a few times. Yeah, you start picking up, I think, on more things. But I think that's every movie. Yeah. The more you watch a movie, the more you'll pick up on Definitely. Stuff that you maybe wouldn't have noticed before. 
Definitely. So this movie, the next movie that we're going to talk about is um, called Rope. Oh, I like this remember one, like, watching this with you. I, yeah. Yeah. I just like remember this movie so vividly, like until the end, which is we weird. Don't, we don't remember what happens at the end. No, I had to look it up. I think I kind of figured it out, but I, I cannot. I, I just need to, I need, we need, need to watch it. it again. We need to do like a marathon. Yeah. But yeah, this movie was, um, I don't know, it's just like really, I think it's more dark. It's dark. For at least what we were watching, because we were watching these, we were kind of young, so we weren't allowed to watch certain Alfred Hitchcock movies, Mm -hmm. but um, we were allowed to watch Rope, and that was one of the darker ones we could watch. Yeah, and so basically, these guys are hosting a dinner party but before they host the dinner party they they kill one strangle of their... one of their friends yeah. one of their mutual friends with a rope and then they put him in a chest and then the dinner party happens and all these people are over and they like are where they're like where is yeah this guy was this guy and he was supposed to come where is he like his fiance's there and everything and they're like, we don't know, like, he might be missing or whatever, but they're actually, like, having dinner over his body. Yeah, so the chest that they put his body in, I don't know if they eat over, I can't remember if they eat over I it, or do. I think they put, like, the food on top of it. Yeah, yeah, So, so it's, like, really messed up. Yeah, because the whole time you're sitting there watching all this happen, you're like, how are they not, how does no one, like, no. <laughs> or, like, no one understands what's going on except for the viewers and then the two guys who killed him. Mm-hmm. And that's what creates, like, that suspense, because you're just waiting for, for like, to them to get out. caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, James Stewart is also in this one. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I don't know, every Hitchcock movie I like has James Stewart in it. Mm-hmm. Like, those are my top three ones. He's such a good actor. Yes. Um, but yeah, this one I just, like, just vividly remember. Actually, this movie is not in Black and White. This one isn't? No. I don't know which one was. But I feel like the older ones, they maybe started out in black and white, and then some of them, like, were mm-hmm. added into color. Um, okay, so, yes. Definitely I'm watch probably that. thinking of It's a Wonderful Life yeah. with James Stewart. Oh, yes, that that's black, black and white. white. Yeah. Um, I was like, I just picture black and white. So, Rope is a good, like, crime thriller, um, and it just is so suspenseful. Yeah. You're kind of on the edge of your seat the whole time, so... Ten stars. Absolutely. Um, okay, so the next one is probably this is one of my favorite Hitchcock movies. If this is, the rear window in this one is tied for my mm-hmm. favorite for sure. Um, this is To Catch a Thief. It was made in nineteen released in nineteen fifty five and it has Cary Grant, which I love, and Grace Kelly again. Grace Kelly. So this one is about um, Cary Grant, who plays John Roby, and he, um, is, he retired to the French Riviera, but in his past, he went to jail for jewel theft, mm-hmm. so he was a cat burglar, and they called him John Roby the cat, and, um, so he's in the French Riviera, he meets Grace Kelly, and all these different characters, and, um, they're, is very expensive jewels that are going missing from people's hotel rooms and everyone there knows him knows of his past and they start to blame him mm-hmm. because who would it be if it wasn't him you exactly. know exactly so 
Um, anyways, John, he basically start takes him and Grace Kelly basically uh, make it their job to figure out who is actually uh, committing Yeah, so, so he's not the one being blamed for it. Ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is, I love this movie because of the scenes of the French Riviera. Yeah, that's what I like, like about this movie too. Just the cinematography yeah. is just awesome. Uh-huh. That's the one thing I do appreciate about Hitchcock is like, the scenes that he picks for certain places, mm-hmm. like, it's not so much in Rear Window, because that one's, you're kind of stuck in the same place, but, like, with Vertigo and this one, amazing, like, w- what you're seeing, mm-hmm. especially, I like that it goes, well, it doesn't go back in time, but when it was filmed, like, you wouldn't, that doesn't always look like how that looks now. Exactly. It's a lot, I don't know, it looks prettier. cleaner, it's, yeah, it looks cleaner <laughs> and prettier. It's way prettier. So, I think it just makes you, like, appreciate all those different places. Definitely, definitely. So, um... Yeah, ten out of ten. Watch this movie watch again. All watch, all <laughs> watch all of the movies. Watch all of the movies. You won't be disappointed. Um. Okay. The next one we could talk about is the birds. Oh yes. I remember watching this one with you. Too. I do too, and we we're free. I remember after watching this, I was so sus of birds. This movie made me. Hate I birds. still am. This like, made me sus. hate birds. Like yeah. I actually hate birds. <laughs> Like, I, I don't, like, I don't, I don't fuck with them. No, 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 no. So, this movie, um... So this one's I considered don't really horror. This is considered horror. And this one was rated PG-13. 1963, um, has Tippi Hendren and Rod Taylor, and the, it's in San Francisco again. Mm-hmm. Um... Basically, she brings, she has um, two lovebirds with her or something. Yeah. I haven't seen this one in a really long time. Um, let's see. Oh, so basically she has two lovebirds in her possession, and then somehow the lovebirds are making... The other birds. The, the birds, like... Go crazy. Go literally psycho. So the birds are just keep, like, attacking her and killing people and pecking people's eyes out. And it's, yeah. It's pretty messed up, but um, there's never been a movie like it, I guess. Um, well, this was the first of its kind. Yeah. Same thing with Psycho. It's like Alfred Hitchcock really went over the line. He did came. what other people He basically was, like, the first... It was like the first horror thriller. Yeah, movies. he kind of opened the door for other directors Definitely. to start doing. He, what he pushed started. the envelope for sure. So, yeah. um, people had never seen this on the big screen before, like blood and gore and mm-hmm. birds pecking out eyes or pretty in psycho, like a a guy stabbing a girl to death. Yeah. So. Well, with the birds, what I always thought was like super uncomfy and dark is the fact that so. The main actress in this, he actually had birds attached to her legs. Like, Mm -hmm. he had live birds um, attached to it. I don't know if it was, like, rope or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, Or some sort of string so you couldn't see it on film. But, like, she was actually pecked at. And the birds actually, like, some of them actually attacked her. To, like, make her reaction real? That and just to have, like, live birds and not to have just, like, fake stuff. So... 
So he was really going yeah, for it. Yeah, and I, this girl, she got, like, pretty messed up after this movie. Like, I think she had to go to therapy and stuff after mm-hmm. filming this because Alfred Hitchcock really pushed his leading ladies, um, especially if they were in, like, darker films like this. Uh-huh. Because um, he, would, he would do stuff that, like, normally you wouldn't think a director would make an actress do. Yeah. Like, having live birds attached to you and actually peck at you and cause you physical harm. Mm-hmm. Like, that was all real. Those Because they didn't have, like, the technology we have today where you can kind of fake some of those. Mm-hmm. No, they're all real birds. That's which insane. makes that movie, like, even more amazing. But uh-huh. also, like... Messed up. Yeah, you're like, uh, <laughs> that's not cool. So messed up. Um, That's creepy. That movie is creepy. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, um... One of a kind, definitely. Absolutely. That along, I think that along with Psycho are probably like his mm-hmm. two like most memorable by people, just because of like how insane he was. They are. But and, now yeah. that you look, now you look at horror movies, um, or any movie today, and people are just like very desensitized today because we see it constantly. Yeah. But for like, that I then, watch horror movies, and to be honest, I don't see it as scary. I see it more as like. A comedy, at least in my eyes, mm-hmm. just because I'm like, t- to me, horror, like all the blood and gore, that doesn't really affect me. I'm more of like, I need thrill yeah. and suspense and like a scare. I don't, like the horror stuff doesn't really get to me. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's because I'm like so used to seeing it. So used to it. Oh, that yeah. That it doesn't, like, doesn't bother me Well, really. even like in action movies and stuff, it's so... It's so prevalent. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the last one is North by Northwest. This has... Uh, Cary Grant in it. Mm-hmm. So 1959. Um, he basically is a New York City executive, ad executive, and he is being pursued by a government agent who thinks that he is a spy. Yeah. Um, so basically, this whole time they think he's a. They think he's a government spy. No, no, no. Not a government spy, sorry. They just think he's a spy. Yeah. And so the government is pursuing him like he's a spy, but he's trying to tell him throughout the movie, like, no, I'm not the person. But they keep coming at him. Yeah, that you think this I one am. Kind of remi- like, it, this one's kind of similar to um, the other one we just talked about with the thief. Oh, to catch thief. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. This one's yeah. Like kind of similar where someone's... Like, he's trying to clear his name. Yeah, he's trying mm-hmm. to clear his name, but at the same time, he's, like, also trying to figure out, okay, who is this guy because... It's not me, and I think it's me, so it's mm-hmm. probably someone who looks like me or, or does some stuff that I do. Exactly, yeah. So, um, this is a really cool movie, too, because it has a lot of action in it. Um, it has a plane that's, like, chase. The, the, the famous scene is, yeah. like, a propeller plane is chasing him through, like, a field, mm-hmm. and it's, like, an actual plane that's yes. chasing like well no, they can't they can't fake this no stuff. there was no special effects no so which makes it even more amazing, amazing yeah because you can't so again he really pushed the envelope on this one too for uh Cary Grant I like that one this one too just because it's kind of similar to Catch Thief where they're like traveling they're going to different places mm-hmm. you can see different locations different shots like I always think that's awesome and I, I just, love a good change of scenery I love Cary Grant. He's yeah, he's phenomenal. And just the way they dressed back then. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like obsessed with that. I absolutely. 
like I love I don't know people back then t- it seems like everyone was just they would get dressed up more oh totally they not that people don't care about their appearance today they do but it seems the way different. they the way they carried themselves to like everyone wanted to be like on their best behavior like everyone mm-hmm. wanted to look their best like no matter what mm-hmm. so I don't know I always thought that was awesome it's really cool and yeah. like I just think it's awesome like back then too like going to the movies like hey let's go to the movies was like a huge deal mm-hmm. like going to the movies like you got dressed up you planned to go yeah, yeah and you you looked your best and it was like a whole like event type of thing or well I think that's it's, it's kind of because too like they didn't have all the stuff we have today where we have like tons of technology mm-hmm. and things to do just at home mm-hmm. So I feel like when we do go out, it's not as special because mm-hmm. it's like, well, I could have done this at home. Just like, like laying around. Yeah, just yeah. like not really having that attitude where it's like, oh, this is a good event. Like we go to movies and it's just like whatever. Like whatever. you can plan it that day or uh-huh. like within the hour and you can get a ticket. Where like back then, it's like if you're trying to go to an opening event, like tough, you should have probably planned ahead. Mm-hmm. Or even they would have to like buy tickets in advance yeah. too, for certain things. Definitely, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, if you haven't seen or even, like, heard of Alfred Hitchcock, you definitely should. If you like thriller and, like, Thriller, suspense, mystery, even if you don't. A dash of horror. Dash of horror. Not really. (laughs) A sprinkle, maybe. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, a, they're good movies because they're part of, Alfred Hitchcock is a huge part of cinematic history. Yes. So that's really cool. Alfred Hitchcock for, like, suspense and thriller movies is basically how the Beatles are for any musical artist. Oh, for sure. Like, just the stuff that he's done, he paved the way for so many more people to, like, Mm -hmm. have different ideas. If not even to base some of their movies off of what he did, like, Disturbia did with Rear Window. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure there's... I haven't looked into it, but I'm sure there's other movies that are similar to what he's created. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and that's, like, kind of how the Beatles were. The, the music that they made was so different and unique that it allowed other artists to come into play mm-hmm. and allow them to um, create stuff that people would enjoy. And that's what he did for suspense and thriller. Definitely. Yeah, so go check them out. I think they're streaming mostly on HBO Max and Hulu. Yeah. They used to be on Netflix, but they're not Such really anymore. Show. Oh, and also Peacock, but I don't have Peacock, so. I don't either. HBO Max or Hulu. Yeah. So, yeah. Or just go rent them somewhere. Yeah. Like, they're, it's quality. Quality movies. Yeah. I want to buy, like, the whole pack. I know. Like, Except I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have a DVD player. Oh, I know. You need to get, like, an Xbox or something. Oh, yeah, I can get an Xbox. Yeah, that's perfect. You can just watch it on that. Mm -hmm. All right, right. guys. Well, until next time. Yep, cheers. Cheers.